Good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode seven of Life Leadership and the Pursuit of Greatness. I'm Tim Lovell with my host, Dwayne Mathis. We are uh, extra fortunate to have two, two guests with us tonight, both from Northland High School. You guys know Coach Jared Collum. He was with us a couple weeks ago uh, talking about admitting mistakes as a leader. And then one of his buddies, coaching buddies, uh, Coach Joel Van Etten is with him. And we're going to talk about grit tonight. How do you develop grit in your program? What does it look like? Can you measure it? And what, is it uh, what does it mean to be effective in, in building grit in your program? So we're excited to get started. Uh, so here we go. Coach Van Etten, you're on the floor. Yes, sir. Why don't you go ahead and tell everyone uh, who you are, uh, a little bit about yourself, and, and we'll jump in. Sure. Uh, so my name is Joel Van. I am from the Walker, Iowa, 52352, born and raised. They asked me to leave for about four years when I went to Upper Iowa and Fayette and learned a lot up there. Um, uh, but I kind of explained myself to this as like, I'm a, I'm an ag commercial lender, basically loaning money to farmers. But my true passion, well, I shouldn't say my true passion, but my pastime is not golf, is not bowling. It is football and uh, front porch guitar. And, uh, and, that, and that's how I love spending my time. Uh, and that's basically where, you know, like pretty much drives me. And, um, you know, if, if I missed anything, just use your imagination. That's awesome. Uh, Coach Collin, did he hit everything? Yeah, yeah, he hit everything. Uh, I would also like to add, uh, Joel does a great job with our weight room. Um, recently, we added Coach Brendan Dot, who's our, now our head wrestling coach, uh, alumni. And, and he kind of took over the strength and agility kind of stuff. But Joel, Joel has done fantastic things over the years. Coach Collum, uh, Coach Van Etten seems to be pretty, pretty thrilled to be working with you and obviously back at you for him. Uh, talk a little bit about how long you guys have known each other and what really started that relationship. Yeah, we brought, we brought Joel on in 2012, um, so eight years approximately. He's helped us out, and I just want to reiterate how, how you know how much work he puts into our weight room and our strength and conditioning. Um, he really spearheaded that for the last you know seven eight years, and now we've added Brendan Shot, our wrestling coach. So uh, those two in the summer are just uh, do an outstanding job. Well, that's awesome. We're we're excited for you guys to be on with us tonight uh, because we have a a really unique topic uh, that's hard to define, uh, and that is grit. Um, there's, there's a lot of different ways you can define it. Angela Duckworth has defined it as determination with direction, but I wanted to hear from you guys, guys that have been in, uh, in the weight room on the football field, had success. Um, what does grit mean to you guys? Uh, I was just gonna, I, I jotted down some notes when, when you sent that uh, text out the other day. Um, the, the one thing I wrote down and I kind of put stars all around it and circled it was mental toughness. Um, and I'll get into a, a, a little bit more detail about things that attributes and stuff that I see our football players have that what I would define as grit. But it, to me, it's a mental image of yourself. You know, how do you see yourself, whether as a football player, uh, as a person, uh, in the classroom, in the hallway, uh, 
you know, we see the football part of it, but how, you know, how do these kids view themselves? What kind of player do they think they are on Friday night? Uh, do they think they're the dude? Cause I've seen some dudes that are a buck 40 soaking wet that would light up a kid that's 225. And that's, and to me, that's his mental image of himself and his mental toughness that he thinks he's better and he thinks he's tougher. So then he is. In high school football, that goes a long way. Now, you get into college football, um, it, you can't really – you can stretch it a little bit, but, you know, in high school football, a, a, a mental picture, a mental image, a mental toughness of yourself goes a long way, I think. Cool. Yeah. You know, like, <clears throat> you think of grit, and it, it can go both ways. If – and it doesn't matter. It, this goes for players, coaches, parents, umpires, refs, and all that. Grit in my mind is like how you act when we're in the dumps. Like if it's third and thirty, you know, backed up, or if if we're if we're you mean, hey Joel, you mean third and thirty? You call it time out, <laughs> right? Right. Or you know, if we're battling the coronavirus, we're battling whatever. What <laughs> I mean, I'm serious though. Like whatever it is, how are you going to act when we're in the dumps? Hmm. And 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 in my in my personal opinion and in my past experience, the only thing that's got me through anything is being positive. And some people that irritates because I'm always just ready to rock and whatever, but like, but it also goes when you're winning too. Like, okay, you just won a state championship. You just, you just made, you just made the playoffs. You just, you just booked a good deal. You just hired a good employee. How are you going to act? Cause it's easy to go crazy when that happens. And so like grit in my mind is like, okay, how are you, how are you going to keep even keel, but celebrate with your teammates and 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 fight through because as soon as you as soon as you do something great like winning something heavy then it's it's your hero to zero you got to go back to work and and the same thing when you lose hey it's you're 0 for 8 what you know what do you want to do you know so in my mind it's it's how you're going to react in the in the swing of things in the ups and the downs but um, so I, coach vanette yeah go ahead sorry no, you're all right. I, I just wanted to chime in and ask you, and not to cut you off or anything, but, you know, Coach Lovell and myself have been fortunate enough to both go through 0-9 seasons. You know, I don't hey, know. If, three of us, bud. Okay, three of us have, <laughs> have, have yeah. been there. Right. But, uh, you know, how do you, you know, when those – it's always easy to be, you know, that – you know, half glass full guy when things are going well, right? Yeah. 100%. So when when, yep. when things are going – bad and you're you know you've week seven and you're oh and seven you know how do you how do you yourself you know still remain remain positive or what do you do to to pull that out of you and or as well not only yourself but your your players and your athletes that you're coaching yeah I think I think some of that is you got to coach them through the field meaning the fact that okay you coach them to the fact where you trust me you're gonna feel it and when you do, you're going to, you're going to lead yourself. Like, it's kind of like if you're a timid football player and they're telling you how to hit somebody, but then you do it, you're like, Oh, okay. That's, that's what that is. That's like, I call that like a reverse poison Ivy. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I got to get more of that. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of it is like going through it and feeling for yourself. You're going to be led to it, but until you do it on your own, it's just, it's just whatever. And, so, and unfortunately, some dudes never figured out. Now, like I've had a lot of good coaches and teammates and, and, and grandparents and, 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 uh, whoo, I'm going to get choked up on that one. 
uh, and my dad that they just kind of show you how to do it. And, and like, that's, I kind of feel like when we're football coaches, you kind of just have to show them how to bite down, grit through it. Just in just like, not, not necessarily buying the fact that we're and nine, like <laughs> I was with coach Common, we were and seven and I can't, I, I'll never forget this. I can't, how we were playing, um, uh, what's the school that's, that's uh, eight man now on the river. Central Cater. Uh, no, Eastern Valley. Uh, what, Eastern Valley. <laughs> and, I, and he's kind of wound up, and I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking, man, if, if he's leading his ship and, and he's wound up, why can't we all be wound up? Meaning the fact that, like, you, you just have to just know that there's a the, the good thing about life and football and all that, there's always the next play. And once you feel, mm-hmm. once you feel yourself get through it, then you're like, oh, okay, yeah, it's, it's cool. Let's, let's rock and roll. That is, uh, that's. I, I love the way you talk about that, Coach Van Etten, and and I love how you describe Coach Column uh, because everything I know about about Coach Column is is he's passionate, and everything he does is a hundred miles an hour. Just uh, even the way he talks, as you know. Yeah, I've had um, to put a break. I've had to put a break on that. <laughs> hey, I will admit that Coach Van Etten has mellowed. He's mellowed me down a little bit. That's good. The- yeah. Well, me some, it's like some Phil Jackson then. Yeah, right. Yeah. Coach well, Van Etten, do you think that do you think like your message to those players in that moment though is you know, while this is awful, this is nothing compared to like the real life stuff that you will go through later in life. Oh boy. Oh. Joel, how many times have I told our kids that? Yeah. Well, like in, in, in uh my first year my first and my first year coaching like so I had a lot of good brother-in-laws that, that were playing somewhere else outside of North Wind. So I never really wanted to uh, start coaching because I wanted to go watch them play. You know what I mean? So my <laughs> coach called me, it's my first year coaching. We're, we're conditioning and we're, and we're dragging them through it. You know what I mean? And <laughs> I, unfortunately, for some reason I said, Hey, you, you think this is hard? Can- cancer is hard. And <laughs> everybody went, looked at me like, that's not, that's, you know, but my, my point is you could always be going through something harder. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, like, like take today's world for fact, you know, like um, we could be dealing with a lot worse stuff than getting a workout in, you know, or, or whatever it is. So, so that, that leads me to the next point that we want to talk about is coach Colin, we'll start with you is how do you know if someone has this grit we're talking about? I, it's hard. I, I guess it's a feeling for me, and it goes to knowing kids, um, just through practice and film, and it, I, I'll go back to the classroom bit and how they act. Um, I guess the kids that the grittiest kids we've ever had, and Coach Van Etten can, I think he can attest to this, aren't the kids that were were stars. You know what I mean? They weren't starting as sophomores. They might not even start as a junior. They served their time on a scout team, which we call BOR. Uh, we don't call it scouts. We call it best of the rest. Oh. Um, they served their time. They played special teams. And we really pumped that stuff up. You know, we pump up the best of the rest. You know, Coach Van Etten goes and coaches those guys. Coach Cook coaches those guys. and Or Coach Nielsen, our defensive coordinator, jumps over. And he coaches them, and it's coach on coach, you know, talking, uh, you know, jumping around, and you know, 
that kind of cheating. Stuff. So we get those. Kids. We t- Coach Van Etten is a notorious cheater <laughs> when it comes to BOR. I will say that. But uh, we get those kids really excited about. You know, they come to practice. They're drug around by the you know the varsity starters. You get them excited about playing that BOR. And then those kids that stick at stick it out, most of them do. But Coach Van Etten can attest to this. Every year we have one senior that surprises the crap out of us. And I can go back to every one of my 13 years at Northland and tell you the kid's name. And I'm not going to do it on here, obviously. But every year we have a kid that's like, we had no clue this kid was going to come out of nowhere and do this. We had one this year. That's great. I mean, right. we know, you know yeah. who we're talking about, yeah. Yeah, number 38. Yeah. Um, but that's grit to me. You know what I mean? That's grit. And even on one of those 0-10 teams, we had a kid come out for the first year ever. Never even played football. And he was all district on an 0-19. Hmm. So um, that's grit to me, I guess. It's, 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 uh, it's a lot. It's a stick to it. Um, you know, serving, serving your time and doing your time. And when you've done that time, it just means more. Hmm. Coach Van Etten, what about you? I don't know. I, I, I kind of feel like, you know, another another part of that whole grid thing is if you're going to be coachable, like, um, you know, I talk to, to my leader at work and my wife and, and, and everybody all the time, like, how can I be doing this better? You know, if you can't take, in, like, criticism, you're going to be the same. You're going to be the same person the whole time. And so not only when times are tough, when you're 0 and 9 or, or even when you're 9 and 0, if you can't, if you can't hear something that you don't like, then you're not, you don't got, you don't have any guts. You know, that like when you guys said grit, like guts is my thing. Like if you can, if you can hear something bad about you and, and, and deal with it, that's gutty. Um, Or if you can ask, Hey, what, you know, like, what can I do better? That, that takes, that takes grit. That takes guts. You can't just, if, if you don't ever ask that, you're just going to cruise. So that, that's, that's the other thing. Joe, I'm going to, Joe, I'm going to tag team on that. Just for an example with our coaching staff, if you went to a coaching meeting in our coaching staff, you would not know who the paid coaches were or the volunteer coaches were. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. You'd have no clue. Yeah. And, and we, we sit in coaches meetings and those guys can say whatever they want to whoever. And there's no – I've never gotten mad when somebody told me that's a stupid play or what are you guys doing on this call or why did you call back-to-back timeouts against these <laughs> Gosh, that's going to be my legacy, uh, isn't it? Is that going to be my legacy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> why, you called the first one or the second one? <laughs> uh, who, who's asking? Uh, yeah, I called them both. So, but my, <laughs> but my point, my point is, my point is, and, I, and I'm going to jump back a little bit to to what Joel was talking about earlier. How you 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 have to show the kids in an 0 and seven or an 0 and eight year, you have to show the kids that you're in there with them. You're in the boat. With them. It's mm-hmm. sinking. Yeah, you might not win a game. I mean, I said that to an 0 and seven team. Guys, look at the schedule. We might not win. Yeah. I mean, but I'm in the boat too. I'm not going to jump out. No. Yeah. No. That's. Yeah, I mean, that's right. That's what. That's what. It, and then that's how our staff. That's how our staff is on now. Now, don't let Joel fool you. He wasn't on that 0 and 19. He wasn't there. He was watching from the stands, or he was up. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
watching football. So he was he wasn't in that boat. He got he got in it. He got in it two years. Ago. Yeah, yeah. But on the flip side, though, the thing about this year when we we knew we had a chance of being pretty good, we still had you still people, other coaches, players still had to hear things that they didn't like to be able to max out. Oh heck you yeah. Know what I mean? Like how, how yeah, you know? Like, I I mean, it's like how, how many times does Nielsen have to say the same thing to me? I'm like, I know I'm trying, man. Just really, you know, like. Well, it's and it's harder to fix coaches than his players. Yeah, yeah. players players are way more coachable than coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. indeed. Yeah, yep. So I'm just ready for I'm ready for August. I don't know about you guys. Let's just stop. <laughs> let's get the pet. You know, oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. So both, uh, you know, Coach Collum and, and Coach Vanette, and how would you, you know, how do you develop grit? Or if someone has it, how do you measure it in them? I mean, are there ways? Is it, you know, I think you've kind of mentioned a couple things, you know, being coachable and toughness and, and staying with it, perseverance. But uh, do you have tangible ways that you can can measure it or develop it? Go ahead, Coach. I mean, um, you would, you would like to think that tangible ways of measurement is results, but not everything, not every win is a result, or not every loss is a result either. And so, um, you know, like the I used to get really irritated with the term "week," meaning that we gauge everything on a week, whether it's football, whether it's whether it's budgeting, whether it's whatever it is. And I'm and, and I always just say, well, let's just, let's just measure progression, whatever whatever that time frame is. Um, and so that that's kind of the thing. Like it, it, you know, like if if you look at our at our football team last year, there's some dudes on there that developed in JV. There's some dudes in our football team next year that developed on JV, and that, and that was a constant progression. It wasn't a week thing. It was like a two year thing. And so like not everybody has the grit to just sit there and be like, okay, I need to develop this or whatever. And, and so the, the whole, the whole idea of buying in development, I think is the grit thing. Cause we're such an instant. I need that now. I need, you know, whatever that, whatever that's called, what's it? Gratification. So the, the idea of grit to be like, sit down and like, okay, Hey, look, <clears throat> you might, you, you might only play varsity for a year, but then that, that year that you're there, you're a dog. And that, that's going to take some guts. That's going to take some grit to just sit there, you know, like be able to handle that. Not necessarily at a small school, but, you know, like what you guys deal with, that, that's, that's a tough sell. But that's, you know, that, that's in my mind too, um, have some guts, sit down and make yourself better. Joel, you think about our roster coming up, there's going to be a lot of kids who are going to have to sit and wait their turn. Yeah, and that's how it should be. And it's just a matter of, it's a matter of yeah. number. Um, which is a it's a good thing for us right now, but it hasn't always been that way. Um, I, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off what you said for the instant gratification. It it always it's not wins and losses. It's for an individual player, I guess. How we measure it is what you know how how does how's that kid progress? Number one, but you know what's he doing with his opportunity? that he's got. And we talked about that one kid this year that we both of us were thinking about. Yeah. Right. right. And, and we can go, we can break down the huddle to one block 
Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. One block from that kid on on a wham, and that's a hundred and sixty pounds whamming two bringing it. <laughs> and then yeah, yeah, it's a collision, mm-hmm. and and it pops a it pops a thirty or forty yard touchdown run against Regina, and and now all of a sudden the kid gets up and it, it we're like okay yeah. You know, here we go. And the kid, what did he play as a junior? Yeah, JV. Special yeah, teams? Yeah, yeah. JV. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just – and we have one of those kids every year. I know we're, we're harping on this one guy, but we have we have a couple of those kids every yeah. year. And I think we're going to have – we're going to have a whole handful here in the yeah, next few years because we're going to have a bunch – so we're going to have a bunch of juniors next year that only three of them played varsity, and there's 17 of them. And now – there's only four seniors, so now, you know, eight of them, seven of them, nine of them have to start. Yeah, that that never seen a varsity. Team. So, can I interject here real quick? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, well, sure. listening to you guys, it sounds like what your players are doing uh, is is twofold. Number one, they're listening to what you what you're telling them and how to grow the program and then grow themselves. But then number two they're taking advantage of the opportunity when it's given. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean they're starting job, you know, on a Friday night. What that means is they're taking the job they have in the program right now. If it's a BOR guy, offense or defense or a special teams guy, or it's in the weight room and they're owning that effort because they have seen the example set before. Absolutely. Them. Nailed it. There's, there's a tradition there that that guy in front of him is leaving his Jersey in a better spot doesn't matter if he's a junior or senior, but if it's a one-year guy, he's taking advantage of the opportunity. So when that junior becomes that senior, it's now his job to leave that jersey in a better spot. Yeah, uh, you- yeah I agree. Yeah, I, I'll agree, Tim. But we're not all sunshine and rainbows over here. There's kids that we've given that opportunity to here in the last few years, and they've not grasped it. Sure. I mean, they, did, they, didn't, they just let it go. Yeah. We, hung it, we hung it out there like, you know what I mean? There's that carrot. And – whatever yeah. i mean and then those are the guys that you're just like all right man i guess you know we're moving on to plan b yeah. so that becomes next man in right yeah well like it does we we are the we are the epitome of next man yeah in. yeah you're, you're what at north coach where you're behind i told our jv team was year they i mean only because they played every second no matter who was in and I told them that after after the first or second game at half, I'm like, or I mean, after their game, I said, you have no idea what it does for a varsity player psyche when they're watching you in the first quarter and you're dragging dudes 38-0, right? Like, oh, hey, you know, it, it's just a whole vibe's different if they're out there bringing it versus if they're not, you know, so that, that – that that whole aspect oh, yeah. of it's kind of forgot yeah. about because we played we played curtain and you have to credit and you have to credit our JV coaches on that you have to credit Coach yeah. Cook and Coach Wolf and back when you coached JV man they those, they get those guys wound up to play JV <laughs> yeah. I mean I've never I can't remember the last time I was excited as I was on the sideline at West Branch in a JV football game when they just waxed West Branch and I was like what is going on here. I was so pumped up, you know, just I was like the water boy. I'm I'm taking water out to the huddle and and these guys are just playing their tails off in front of like yeah. eight people. So that takes grit. And it, it was yeah. so much fun. Yeah, that, that takes, oh that yeah. Takes, that, that takes grit, grit right as a JV player to understand the fact that 
So that really takes me into that. The, this this question I have for you guys is. Uh, I was going to ask what you found to be the most effective way to develop grit in your program, but it sounds like you guys have defined it and, and you can, you can put tangible uh, feeling to it because of what you see on the field. Oh yeah. By yeah. those, you, you, you build it by the guys putting in the work and having success and having enthusiasm through the competition and success in the competition. And then coaches embracing that success and going crazy for them because we all know that JV is one of those things that a lot of guys could just shy away from. And you know what? That's not me. I don't want to, I don't want to play hard, but when you find a kid that can bring it in a JV game, when there's just parents in the stand and maybe his girlfriend um, and maybe some varsity players, uh, you know, you got something special because he's wired. Yeah, I, I related, I related to a couple of JV players as this and they've never been to him, but you go to a, you go to a division three old school two a days camp and all those dudes want to do is play football. They, they're not, they're not getting a dollar for it. They just love the game. They want to bring it. It's like playing JV. Do you, do you love playing this thing or do you just want to like, you know, be on varsity because you get the Jersey or whatever it is. And I, you know, like you'll be rewarded by whatever you put into it. There's one – I wish we could say names, dude, but he's going to be a monster. And he developed himself in JV. There's two or three of them, actually. Well, probably more than that. But it's like, okay, what, what would you rather more? Be, be a varsity player as a freshman or sophomore, which typically means your team's not that strong. Or do you want to be a str- – Or, you, yeah, or yeah, you're a dude yeah, and you're not right. playing at Iowa. And you're not yeah, playing at right. Iowa. Yeah. Anyway, we got off a tangent, but <laughs> – uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, yeah. no, apologize. You're, 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 you're dead on. I mean, I played D3 coach Colin played D3 uh, coach Mathis played, uh, played that level as well. Um, you know, listen, we understand you've got to have a passion for the game um, and it really doesn't matter what you're doing. You've got to have a, a, a passion for the thing that you're doing. And then you've got to have the resolve and the toughness and the resilience to see through the tough times. Yeah. Because, because when we know that you get through those valleys, the peaks are that much greater. Uh, you know, if I was to go back and, 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 and talk about how you know if someone has it, is when you know that they're giving you their all in spite of the circumstances. And, and, and that's when you have an 0-9 team and you got a guy that's laying on the field three times because he's just hitting everybody with everything he's got and he can hardly move, that's a yep. dude that I want to play with. Yep. Yeah, fast fitting Griffith, never forget it. Guy came to Upper Iowa, he's like twenty four years old. He played for two years at Waldorf and then and then one of our coaches found him at a flag football tournament in Waterloo. And he was trucking people at a flag for <laughs> football tournament. So they bring him there. He's older and and uh I'll never forget we're we're in two a days and he's hammering people. And he's on defense, I'm on offense, and we're done walking in. We we became really good friends. And he's like, that was fun, wasn't it? I'm like, no, you were drilling me the whole time. And he's like, wait till you drill somebody and you'll, you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you, then you get yeah, that pure yeah, joy. That's right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, so coach Calm knows this, but um, there's one more thing about grit and I'll, I'll let you guys go, but I have a story for everything whether you like it or not. 
Yeah, love it's it because he's he's Frank. I'm John Trump Trumbo Van Etten's grandson. So <laughs> yeah, I'm both. Of, anyway, so I'm like 10 years old. This is this is my definition of grit, and we can we can do what you want from here. But so I'm like 10 years old. We're working on a fence uh, that goes through the creek in my dad's my grandpa's farm, and the creek goes this fence goes through the creek, and <clears throat> it it was flooded, so we're fixing it. We had this. We had this uh, uh, border collie dog that was crazy. Anyway, he, we're fixing this fence. This this dog jumps off the bank and lands in the fence and just com- gets completely tangled on the other side of it. And we're sitting there, and it's a train wreck. And um, my grandpa looks at me and goes, "It's going to take three of us grown men to hold a mad dog down." Hmm. Meaning, meaning. If if you if you're if you're gutty enough and greedy enough, it should take all the world's got to just keep you down. And I kind of think of that like today with that whole what we got going on with the with the virus. You know, if you you can do what you want, you can be a Debbie Downer or whatever. But if if you're a dude and you're gutty and you're and you got some grit, we're gonna get through it just fine. So that's my John Trumbo Van Etten story for you. Well, that, that leads me to that last question. I, I, I wanted to hear from you guys because uh, it sounds like you, you've, you've had these players in your program, and Coach Mathis jump in here too, but you have that kid that's in your program. You know he's a good kid. He's a hardworking kid, but he doesn't know where his role is. He doesn't know where he fits. Um, but you know in the back of your mind that he's a kid you need in your program. How do you tell him? How do you, how do you sell him to embrace – resilience and toughness to see through on the other side of that mountain that he's facing uh, because you we all know what's on the other side we've been there but this kid doesn't how, how do we how do you sell that kid how do you tell him it's going to be better on the other side uh coach level we're pretty straight up um especially if kids come ask us uh, we're very straight up if they come ask us but if they, i mean if there's any confusion about roles um I kind of take that upon myself to talk to kids, but our position coaches do a good job. But I'm going to go way back to at the beginning of this podcast. And it, and for us, it all starts with those B O R kids, not scout teamers. We don't call them scout team. They're B O R. They're the best of the rest. It could be freshmen. It could be sophomores. It could be juniors. It could be a, a starter, a, a D tackle starter that doesn't play O line is going to go against our best lineman. We're going to go, we're going to go best on best every spot we can. Uh, we're not going to put freshmen in a situation where we think they're going to get hurt, but we're going to put the best team out there. And we, we foster that from freshmen on that those BOR kids are the most important part of our team. They're almost more important than our starters. I agree. Uh, to me. To me. Um, and, and, and the recent success we've had, is really because we've had kids that could go against our starters and push them. I mean, back when we were we weren't very good, we were beating the crap out of a bunch of freshmen. Well, now that we've you know they've had to beat the crap against each other, and then now next year in the next two years we're going to have thirty four juniors and seniors where it's going to be it's going to be basically ones on ones every practice, <laughs> but. You take a kid that served his time uh, on the BOR, and that's where you foster that that kid, and, and you pull him aside every chance you get. He makes a good play on BOR, 
I go out of my way to do this. He makes a good play, man. That's it. That's what we're looking for. That's your. I mean, this is your role right now. You yeah. Know, you just keep working. You keep working. You're gonna get the. You're gonna get those varsity reps. And the other thing we do, and I'll, and I'll, I know I ramble a lot and I talk really fast, but the other thing we do is value every rep, every single rep, every single rep is, is valuable. If it's a fumble drill, if it's, if it's a, a wide receiver drill, if it's a W drill with the D backs, I mean, I will harp on my, our assistant coaches if they're not getting on kids about every rep. And we, we just we preach it, and we've preached it for a long time, and and it's it's coming to you know it's taken a while, but you know we're, we're getting to where That's we want to be. Sharky Henderson started that saying. Always getting reps. He'd be like running to the water tank. This this player that he's like a West Welker of Northland football. He'd be he'd be running he'd be he'd be now, now, and now he'd be running he'd be running to the water thing. I'd chuck a football at him. He'd catch it. Always getting reps, coach. Okay, <laughs> love it, <laughs> love it, love it, Coach Mathis. You got anything else no, for I us tonight? I just think that you know I commend both of you guys for your your dedication and you know listening to the way that you guys talk about the way that you develop grit in your programs. I, th- I think that one of the things that, you know, I'm going to steal from is best of the rest. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to call yeah. uh, my players a scout team anymore. It's best of the rest because really that's how you challenge and develop your players is by uh, pushing them. And, you know, I look back at all the good teams that I've been a part of and the reasons that we've been good is because they've had a, a, you know, a team that's pushed them in practice. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. And, and, I, and I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to go at it. <laughs> um, and, and sometimes you got to have a real quick whistle. Uh, Coach Van Etten knows this story. We lost, we lost a starter two years ago because he got put on best of the rest because he couldn't, he couldn't figure out how to keep his outside arm free on a oh, uh, linebacker. But he got he got put back at tailback, you know, best of the rest. And then uh he got lit up and high ankle sprain later, he was done. Well wow. you know what? <laughs> yeah, here's the thing that here's the thing that people who are not in the game don't understand what you're doing. Is that you're teaching life lessons through the game of football because what you're telling your kids is that by every rep mattering, you're showing up every day and everything you do matters. Yeah. And and when you show when you show up for yeah. your job when you show up on on time for your job you let your boss know it's important to you, and when you show up late you let your boss you don't really care very much, and when you give half half ass effort in whatever it is you're doing, you're letting your boss know that you don't care very much so why should he, and so I think uh, you're doing an amazing job and I listen I'm I'm fired up I'm I'm like you guys I'm yeah. ready for the fall and. Screw this coronavirus, yeah. man. Let's just <laughs> let's go put the pads on. Yeah. You run through a wall. I am ready to run through a freaking wall. You guys, yeah. I want to play for you guys. Let's let's yeah. get this party started. You're um, a little bit too small these days, Tim. You've lost the step. <laughs> Dude, stop yourself. <laughs> no, stop no, yourself. It's, it's like yeah. story. Funny story. So like I'm gonna be 45 this summer. And my first fall, I brought up a sophomore to be our starting quarterback. He broke every record in our program. And, you know, one of the best coaching decisions my staff ever made by telling me, get this kid up. Um, but uh, we, we always compete to see who eats first on Thursdays, you know, freshmen or uh, juniors versus seniors. And if there's a sophomore, 
jump in with the, with the juniors. And so we had a tie between the juniors and seniors. Um, uh, it went back and the coaches also competed. We don't do that anymore because we got our butts kicked too many often. So now it's just the players, but I was competing for the coaches. And I told this kid who I didn't think I, I would lose to, I was like, all right, 50 yards, you and me winner, you know, gets to eat first. <laughs> he smoked me, <laughs> smoked me. Everything I got, I had to feign a hamstring injury to make it seem like I, you know, I couldn't finish it. <laughs> You know, but, uh, yeah, that, that was, um, that was good stuff. So anyways, um, we are thankful that you guys took time, uh, to, uh, to spend time talking about grit and developing it and identifying it and rewarding kids who have it. Um, thanks to everyone tuning in tonight. We know you have a lot of options out there on podcasts. We're just thankful that you're tuning into us. If you like what we talked about tonight, uh, in, in terms of grit with coach Van Itt and coach column, please like. Uh, this podcast, subscribe, rate, review, and, and we can't wait till we get back together with you guys and, and chase the journey of life, leadership, and greatness. Have a great night.